0: What would you like the power
1: to do? Mobile
0: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, a member FDSE.
1: Our conversations with Nico brought to you by Access One, best in the business, managed IT, cybersecurity, and more. AccessOneIT.com. He's on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. What's up, Nico? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing well. How's
0: the off day? Oh, I think it was nice. Really, really nice hotel in Atlanta. So, good pool day. got a good dinner with some guys. Everything you could ask for.
2: Did Dansby buy dinner? It's his town.
0: No, no. He was at he was at home, as it should be. Nice to get uh, back in your own house and uh, hang there for a bit, I think.
1: Aren't all the hotels nice? Do you guys ever stay at, like, some dives? Like, that seems seems like I
2: would no, be, no, be understood. They,
0: they're ab- absolutely all nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> but some are nicer than others, so it's more like relative, I guess, but yes, they're all nice.
2: Yeah, you guys are going to Milwaukee uh, after this. Um, have you ever stayed at the Fister? It's the haunted one that Mookie Betts refuses to stay in?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. I've never actually been to the Fister, but um, that is definitely the legend, and I am not one to say if it's real or not, because I've never been there, but I trust Mookie Betts. I think so. I'll, maybe I'll side with him.
1: All right, seems wise. I didn't think we were going to start yeah. here, but so do you believe in ghosts, Nico?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I think it's probably like a like kind of a scale to that. I don't think that they're like ghosts as we picture them, but you might be able to have like uh, energies of sorts, maybe still existing hmm. in a place. Interesting, that makes sense. Like, I don't think you're going to like see like a human shape, but maybe something like pops up and.
2: You can kind of feel it. Wow. That, that's fascinating. We could talk about this for a long time. I, I was going to say,
1: are we alone in yeah. the universe? <laughs> as no,
2: long as we're definitely
0: talking.
1: definitely not. No chance. Definitely not. I definitely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. All I
2: right. Agree. No ghosts like a human form under a sheet walking around. Yeah, it's not around. like Casper, obviously.
1: That would be ridiculous. Yeah. But we're not alone in the and
0: universe. Okay. Maybe we can keep talking in the off-season on Tuesdays and just do anything but baseball
1: segments and go like this. Uh we're I mean, honestly i'd rather do that than baseball that sounds amazing oh okay, my god we well go. i'd rather
2: yeah. do that than football and that's, that's fine sure. <laughs> that's fine we can do, I, I would talk to nico oh, during football talk, season
0: we can talk i can finally bring some football content to the to the conversation um beat belly last night in an absolute buzzer beater of a fantasy matchup <laughs> had a 2-2 out well on that last second touchdown put me from four points under to two points over and snagged a little dub. it was pretty amazing oh hell yeah that's
2: some juice right (laughs) yeah that
0: was unreal you guys watching together yeah we were for most of the game not at the end um but yeah it was pretty crazy i mean the yeah i was tracking like the espn win probability thing throughout the day you know it was 40 60 back and forth and then it was down to one percent going into that last drive so i don't know how accurate that is but Somehow snuck that out of
2: there. Hey, man, this is some BS. I battle with Bears talk all the time <laughs> on this show. I'm loving this, Nico. Let's talk more about ghosts. <laughs> um, how was how was that moment on Sunday after the last win when you guys get to stay out there and kind of thank the fans? Coaches come out. Grounds crew comes out. That, that's got to be some special stuff at Wrigley.
0: Yeah, I, it, it is. I was honestly a little thrown off because... I wasn't like in the mentality, like this is like goodbye to Wrigley for the season, you know, Um, but I I understand that there can be like appreciation without it being like, like, hey, we're done here. Um, (laughs) That was like my initial reaction, I guess, but no, super cool. Obviously, everyone that makes that, that place is made by the people and um, really great showing from the fans and and everybody at the end of the end of the regular seasons. um, And yeah, it was a, it was an awesome weekend all around. Intense th- games. Th-
2: that's that's awesome that you that you weren't thinking about it being the end. You think you guys are going to get back there? Got a big week here.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely the mentality. It's like uh it's kind of strange to like leave home and really just have no sense of you know what the future holds, which is which is super fun though too because it's you know it is in our control and it's right in front of us. So um yeah, super exciting.
1: I think you'll understand where this question is coming from, but Are you nervous?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels different than normal. Um, It's so interesting, like the the emotions that come up around in different parts of the season or, you know, even just like opening day always feels like a different game than normal, obviously, or um, heading into the trade deadline is definitely magnified. And, you know, that Milwaukee series at home stood out to me. Um, But just so deep into the routines and flow of the season there's just there's so much to fall back on in a good way that I'm just like we've been here before I've been here before like even things that are a little bit uncharted, like a playoff race for me. it's like um I think there's a, a lot of a lot of positive stuff to to rely on on and fall back on but no i'm I'm definitely open to admitting that you know series like this feel different than normal
2: man it's it it's it, it's been so up and down like it was a week ago, Danny, that we're there at Gallagher way. And talking about whether the season would be a failure or not if you don't make the playoffs or whatever. And then you lose two or three to Pittsburgh. So, like, what's the feeling Thursday night before you guys come back and sweep Colorado and things go your way with some scoreboard watching, too? But Thursday night, man, it was bleak out here in these streets. Was it bleak for you guys? the streets were bleak you were just wandering <laughs> yeah I was. I was wandering along the baseball streets Base, baseball just, really hurts just, him, just,
1: nico
0: <laughs> just soul searching on clark yeah so, um, it's where most people uh, find their soul yeah i mean you're so right in how much like four or five days can feel so distant to go um and yeah obviously not the results we wanted but like that's the that's the danger of like predicting in baseball like any any like forward prediction too much just isn't worth much. And uh, we played the Pirates really well all season and um, but they've beaten a lot of good teams this year and have a you know, pretty respectable record, I feel like. And, um, you know, we, we just didn't play our cleanest brand of baseball, which is uncharacteristic of us. Um, but as far as the attitude, yeah, I mean, definitely you feel that you feel that when you have an expectation to win internally and you don't do it. And um, obviously the days in the season are a bit numbered, so. Um, But I think we responded pretty well on the Colorado series, both results-wise and just, like, how we carried ourselves. I thought it was pretty solid all around and um, just more of that.
1: We're talking to Nico Horner here, Parkinson Spiegel, on the score. So you talk about how, like, you have no problem admitting uh, that this feels different. David Ross was on the station earlier today. He's like, this is obviously not the time for, like, a rah-rah speech or a team meeting. Uh, Nothing changes. I assume you tr- you try to treat it as normal while being a human and acknowledging that it's different. Is that basically what the next six games is like?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, I mean, if there's a if things have worked up till this point, you know, there's no there's no reason to, to change or do anything different than normal, and I think that's been a nice message from um, you know Dan's me and some other guys that have done it before. It's just like. What you do well is enough, and it's not a time to do more, just you know as a group, knowing that all of us doing our own strengths adds up to a hole that's you know really effective and has been for an extended stretch for our group, so just kind of doubling down on that
2: so um after the streets were bleak, and Nico, I'm talking about like one one lamp was out on the street, okay. like yeah. okay. there were tumbleweeds <laughs> blowing across, yeah. like there's a I can picture it, yeah, right, there's a saloon with the right. door just kind of opening in the in the wind it was it was bleak, man, yeah. Um, but you know, just an
0: L, L, L flag hanging from the
1: post. <laughs> with this sad scene. I hate the L flag, by the way. Yeah, you do. You do. It really pisses me why, off.
2: Why are you celebrating or even signifying?
1: I mean, it's we have cell phones now. I don't need to alert the neighborhood at the result of the game that it was an L. Yeah, Wait, but, brag about the loss. But
0: but but you got to have that if you're going to have the W flag. You can't only celebrate the W. It's like posting the scores after a brutal loss on Twitter, right? Like you got to do all parts of it.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't like that either.
2: Well, no, but this is like. So now you know. If you see a Cub player or a Cub fan, you know, give him a little pat on the back. Give him a little love. Oh, if you flag, see the neighborhood, the
1: flag told me to be nice to the Cubs <laughs> f- player. Yes. Okay exactly All right, right. that makes sense but
2: yeah then things did turn how about how about that moment for Patrick Wisdom who's gone through oh,
1: some,
2: gone through some downturns yeah. this year but he gets that homer in that huge moment just the way he described it he said when you when you make the turn at second you see the dugout is exploding he was able to say man okay this was a big one good for him
0: yeah absolutely I mean he's just he's awesome he's just he's such a resilient person and you know look at his entire career and the time that he spent in the minor leagues and just his persistence and um like you mentioned just within this own season too and just you know he's had a, a limited role um down the stretch here for us and I feel like his quality of the bat has still just been so high which is really impressive and yeah that that homer was kind of crazy because from the beginning of the inning we were like all speaking it into existence for some reason you could just kind of like see this inning unfolding with the you know the starter still out on the mound and it being a great matchup for Wiz and you no, know, I feel like he's had a pretty good flair for the dramatic and has had great at bats lately and kind of just missed on some balls. And we were like, oh, don't leave him in. That's going to be one batter too long, one batter too long, one batter too long. And then, like, when he was in the box and, like, went 1 0 count, and he was like, oh, and then 2 0. And then just while that pitch was in the air, it's like the whole dugout just, like, expected that to happen and then just absolutely crushed it. And it was electric.
1: Wow. Do you often feel like you guys have that? You know, pressing superpower to to know when something like that's coming.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> I know. I never know what's going to happen. Baseball's crazy. <laughs> um, but you but felt that it one, then. I just feel something. I don't know. Maybe I was just being trying to put some good good vibes out in the air. But it wasn't just me. It was a lot of people. Just kind of just felt like it was going to happen. I think he did it.
2: And one more thing from that series before we look forward a little bit with Nico Horner when Saya scores from first on the double. And then he like he falls down exhausted at, at the plate yep. after sliding. Just so
0: dramatic! Oh yeah.
2: god, so over the top! And then he's in the dugout and he lies down on the dugout and pretends he needs to to sleep. Um, funniest cub? Who, who's the funniest cub? Is that because that, that dude is funny, clearly.
0: Yeah, he is. I I feel like his English has gotten um, a lot better since last year, but I do feel like he's he has to like um, you know use mannerisms and and and, like, body language to communicate so much with us. I mean, it's so challenging to, to be in a locker room for the whole year and just you know not be on the same language. Just can't imagine what that's like, but he's he still finds a way to get his personality across, and he is he is awesome. He's hilarious and, you know, just amazing what he's been able to do in the last couple months.
2: All right, so best physical comic on the team. Right, <laughs> so he's like the Chris yeah, Farley yeah. or
1: John Belushi. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> he's got the animations, yep. So who who is who do you give it up for then uh, funniest English speaking cub?
0: The funniest, funniest, The straight funniest. Um, I mean, Belly cracks me up pretty good. Just like everything he does, whether it's on purpose or not, he's pretty, he's pretty, <laughs> pretty funny. Jmo, I'd say Jmo probably. Jmo's got a, he's pretty quick witted, and I feel like for a lot of times pitchers can kind of just be like with pitchers, but he does a good job of kind of being a part of of all parts of the team and really feeling like investing in the team in a funny way. And I love that
1: belly looks like he would also have a great take on ghosts and aliens. Yeah. Why is that? He just, he just looks like a vibe. Like you said, he, he, yeah. just, he, just, he just looks no, he like would. he looks like he's thought about Absol- it. That's all I'm saying. Absol-
0: absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he put it, he's put- He put his heart
1: and soul into that conversation. Yeah. Uh, All right. So these games, I mean, for a while they've felt like playoff games, but now that we're like really here at the end, uh, make us smarter. You do the scouting report. You think about this stuff in depth. You've obviously played these teams. You've played these teams back to back, actually. Like if I, you know, best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. What's Nico Horner's scouting report as Cubs fans watch these next couple of games?
0: Um. I mean, honestly, I, it's kind of disappointing for you guys to hear, probably, but the thoughts of the other teams just isn't really that that high that much. Obviously, we're super aware that, just like everyone knows, like they're having a, a really special season and I mean, produced at a ridiculous level offensively and and all of that. But it it really comes down to just you know, you you plan it for the opposing pitcher, but like how how we execute on our own end is what you can control, and that's really where. Our, our heads at. And I think we've been at our best this year when, you know, we've been really focused on ourselves and just making the most of of whatever we have. So yes, two, two strong teams, um, on the road, obviously. And, um, but kind of, like I said, with the Pirate series, just like forward projecting and predicting this is worth so little in baseball, unless you're calling a Patrick wisdom Homer. So, um, yeah, just going day by day. You know, I love, I love where our rotations at. I feel like we're lined up pretty well and excited to see that play out.
2: Yeah, Braves have fifty nine home runs more than the second place team in home runs. Yeah, it's
0: pretty good. Are they I, close to the um, Are they close to the single season record? Um, the Twins have it, right?
2: Yeah, Twins from twenty nineteen when a lot of teams had it. Um, yeah, the ball is crazy. It, it the was. Ball was so crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> the twenty nineteen baseball. When I got
0: called up in twenty nineteen, obviously I noticed the difference hitting the ball, but just throwing from short like the. Um, the ball just felt like it just did crazy things in the air. It just there was
1: something completely different about that. <laughs> wow. That just seems so ridiculously unfair to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone was
0: playing with it. so And I guess, you know, I mean, the pitchers were pretty sticky that year too. So there was that side of it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's always something.
2: I think that's what was going on. It was like MLB is like, we got to do something to counter the sticky pitchers.
0: Just went with a golf ball.
2: (laughs) Maybe that. Maybe that'll balance out. Um, Was thinking about you when I read this stat that Trey Turner is 29 for 29 in stolen bases. Yeah,
0: crazy, right? Yeah, Yeah. that he's that he's
2: if he finishes the year, it'll be the most that anybody's ever been with a perfect stolen base record. And you 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 told us last week that uh that 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 your big jump in stolen bases. Is because you can read pictures now. It's about reading pictures. So Bryce Elder tonight. You got you got you got to read on him. You're feeling pretty good if you get on first. Um, I don't, I don't,
0: uh I have not gotten that far into the day yet, to be completely honest with you. <laughs>
2: Interesting. So yeah, I have,
0: I have, I have not looked at what Bryce Elder does with face runners, but we will be on it, and if there's an opportunity, I'll be ready. But no, I, I don't know to be honest with you, but I do Trey Turner. He could, I mean, that's the kind of thing, like, stolen base is so interesting. Like, he could steal 60 again, or if he hasn't done it, he could do it this year if that was, like, what he put his mind to. I feel like guys just kind of go through different points in their careers, and maybe he just finds, like, more valuable times to go or things like that. But it's, it's interesting, right? Because, like, you're 29 for 29, and then he could for sure have, like, be, like, 50 and 5 or something right now. Um, just interesting strategy-wise.
1: I was reading about Justin Steele in the off-season fishing trip. Are you going?
0: yeah i mean very much tbd on uh on date obviously hopefully pushed very late into november and such um but i'm uh, i'm all in i don't know how or why that's public but yep i'm down
2: he he talked about it yeah jesse rogers had a story and yeah
1: it's it's out there you try to uh, get get most of the team
0: yeah i think it's a pretty open invite you dude he's very cool with uh Pretty much everyone on the team, I feel like, just a really easy guy to get along with. And pretty cool cultural experience, I feel like, for me going down to essentially like Louisiana area, I think, and never really done that. Just go out on the water, have a good time with some guys. Yeah. amazing.
2: I, I love that that would be a unique cultural experience for you, the American kid, and it would be unique for Adbert. It'd be unique for Say. mean, but it's unique for everybody. You're right. Who goes down to Louisiana and hangs out down there? Justin Steele. Steele. Yes.
0: Yeah. No, Albert finds himself pretty comfortable in most cases. So I think they'll be
1: okay. All right. And then last thing we wanted to ask you, uh, it was a big, you know, subtopic around the, around the bears game because Taylor Swift was in, was in attendance. Is there any celebrity that could show up at a Cubs game that would make you nervous?
0: Oh, just their presence.
1: Yeah. Just like, oh man, I'm playing in front of, you know,
0: Oh, wow. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Not in a baseball setting. Those videos were hilarious, though. Like I've never seen a group of like players so fixated on something that wasn't to do with the game. That was pretty pretty hilarious.
2: Yeah, they were. I hope uh, it's
0: like a, an extended thing. Like that's it's going to be very entertaining.
2: And uh, yeah, it's you know, nice. You, you
1: want her to like start showing up to Chiefs road games? Like uh-huh.
2: every Chiefs game, Taylor Swift just becomes
1: a part of the well, team. She, she's got.
2: She's got. I mean,
1: I feel like she might.
2: But they got the Jets next, right? She's got an apartment in New York. Yes.
0: Sure got a in yeah, life. she's got a place. Is her is she done touring? Because now she might just be on the Chiefs tour. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: Got it. Reminds remi- my yeah. bad man. Sorry. Reminds
2: me of when like Madonna was dating Jose Canseco and then A Rod. And then
1: And then Dennis Rodman. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: true. But like J, yeah. J- Lo and A Rod. Like we 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 love this stuff as a country. We can't get it. Because get enough we're
1: simpletons, basically. I think so.
2: Nice that the, uh, the
0: crossing of world crossing of worlds is always fun. It's and nice. The, uh, you don't
2: expect. the bears didn't really make the chiefs have to focus on the game. That was the thing, Nico. They could just consider
1: it. Yeah. yeah. So your, is your fantasy team awesome by the way? I feel like you, you told us about uh, Jalen hurts, Christian McCaffrey leads the league in rushing. You beat Bellinger last night. I feel like you must have a good team.
0: I'm, I'm two and one. Um, All right. it's been a pretty even league so far. I think no one is undefeated after three weeks, which is kind of crazy. Um, I had, uh, you know, Williams got hurt with ACL. That was tough. So there's going to be some, you know, some guys stepping up in the clubhouse as we figure out the waiver wire this week. But I'm definitely feeling a little more invested than I was a couple weeks ago. So you know, I might have a couple more comments that sound like I know what I'm doing in
1: weeks to come. (laughs) That's what I like to
2: hear. So um, this has been an awesome year. Next week, when we talk to you, and the regular season is done. Hopefully we are previewing a wild card series to start yes. that very night, either what a beautiful thing. right wouldn't that be an amazing thing. Maybe it's uh, about to be the fourth of maybe six in a row in Milwaukee, which is crazy or it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Just whatever it is, man, it's just all in whatever it is.
2: well, if they don't win one of their games against St. Louis right now and you guys sweep the Braves. You could go there with a chance to sweep them and still win the division. That is still on the table. If they, their magic numbers won, but go yep. go Cardinals and you guys sweep the Braves, you could still have something to do with it.
0: I mean, that's the only thing our clubhouse does on our mind for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Nico, listen, man, go get him in Atlanta. I do have one more request for you, so go get him in Atlanta. We're going to talk to you next week, and I want you to uh, be our exclusive reporter on what Cody Bellinger believes about aliens and or ghosts. (laughs) Okay, I'll check in. I'll check in. All right, sounds good, man. We'll talk next week. Thank you.
0: Later, guys. See you,
1: man.